I sleep and I sit down, huh? Nice and the show gets the beginning. Yeah, you guys feel good about it? I thought even the warm-up right before, usually when you have, I thought it sounded pretty good. Yeah, I thought, we, we, I thought that was it. Steve hated it. And you, you were happy <laughs> yeah. to have another shot at it. Yeah, I thought it was decent. But I was thinking that was good. And that's usually a bad sign when the one right before the live one is good. Yeah, yeah. It usually true. means the live one's going to just fall apart. Usually and become we blow it. What we like to call the evolution baby <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> of the nocturnal admission set. Or, you know, that's a historical bomb, that one. That'll get you. Yeah. Charters, <laughs> you never even spoke to me about it. I've been trying to block it he's, out. He's looking away from you. <laughs> you have never even spoke to me about it. You said to me, you looked me in the eyes and you said, I'll take, I'll take care of you. Don't worry, Pete. Just watch my hands. I'll take care of you. <laughs> you sing it. I'll take care of the rest. Isn't that what I said? I don't believe you said But I, you still had to take care of the rest. You didn't even do that little wonk thing to tell me when to do Evolution Baby. No, I, didn't do, I didn't deliver on any of my promises. <laughs> no. <laughs> He left me with my, just sitting there with my cock in my hand. I looked like a complete asshole on that show. You're Except, welcome. Yeah, thanks, Dave. I guess I might have had a coming, eh? Six, <laughs> like, uh, six years of embarrassing you on this show. Some, some may say. You know, that was well, the one thing, though, I didn't mention it because Dave always says, hey, you listed the, all the mean things you did to me over the years, but you, you didn't mention that you glued Michael's mustache onto my face. <laughs> And I was like, uh, that wasn't what I did to you. That was a bet that you lost fair and square. <laughs> we had two impartial judges with that one. <laughs> I could have easily been wearing Mike's mustache. I logged a protest, and I've yet to see the result of my uh, protest. So I think, it was, I think the fix was in. <laughs> you think that was a fixed thing yeah, from the beginning? It was rigged. You're the only person that, that actually would have went through with it, though. That is the truth. Uh, I, think, I'm not, I don't know if we could have expected the same. I would have probably done it begrudgingly, like you did. I saw the look. But you seem like you enjoy it. You seem to enjoy it a little I bit. I saw the look in Ryan Van Bush's eyes when he was twisting my mustache with those rubber clean flow gloves <laughs> and, and smelling it. And I saw, the look in, I saw the look in his eyes. He knew who had the best mustache, and yet he voted against me, so... I don't know what you guys, what kind of agreement you had before the show, but... I think that's a good crock of shit. You're, 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 you're calling out my integrity as the host of the show and a, and a competitor in that competition. You know, I think that's just bullshit. Yeah. Now, we, if you believe that, then would you go into another contest on this show with me? You Tanya Hardinged me. Oh. That's what you did. No, that yeah, would be I'm like... Nancy Kerrigan in that one. That would like be if I put Nair in your mustache wax, <laughs> you know? That's yeah. a Tanya Harding. Good thing I had it locked up. Right? I didn't do anything like that. You're talking about me doing like a Don King or like getting the judges to like, you know, pull a fast yeah. one, doing like do? a take, FIFA World Cup. Did you take him out? Did you wind him and dine him? Is that what you did? Huh? Show him a good time, the judge. The judge was Tyler Shazma, our talented director. Well, Shazma is a mustache lifer. Obviously, he knew whose mustache was the best, so I'm not yeah. going to look at him. Yeah, mine. And he's a man. He's, a, he's not related to you in any way. I don't think you could sway his opinion. Oh, you're just putting it all on uh, Ryan Vandenbush. Well, mostly you. <laughs> you think that I would have used my brother-in-law <laughs> yeah. to, just to get me favors? That's he doesn't exactly, even like me. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm proposing. No, your I mustache is, is like, it's because the color of it. It's too blonde. I do have that going Sweet. against me. Yeah. Mike's was so dark. I got a nice dark. Uh, it's like a forest. It's like Tom Selleck. Yeah. It's hard to beat Mike in a mustache contest. That's why we haven't gone back to it. It's just so dense. It comes back fast. And it's black and it's stuff, you know? It's dark, thick. Yeah, there's a lot of space between. Yeah, between your, your lip. Yeah. Yeah, the top of your top lip and your nose. Yeah, he's got a good plat. What I call, I like to call that a a, a nice. Uh, what do you call that? <laughs> an easel. Like a like nice a, platform. Like a nice uh, canvas. Nice canvas. A nice for a canvas mustache. for a mustache. Yeah. Lots of long ones grow in, eh? Can be tricky at times. Oh. Oh. That old thing. That old chestnut. I could hear the weir coming through. That was good. So I was hoping that it wasn't that because we'd have to start all over again and play that song a third time. But uh, uh, um, what were we talking about before that? Mustaches. Mustache. Oh, yeah. Nice and canvas. conspiracies. Conspiracy theories. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's bullshit, Dave. You lost fair and square. Uh, you know that uh, you have the most commitment to a mustache. 
So if it was a long-term contest, like, uh, what are you looking at? I'm looking around to see if the mustache is in the room somewhere. That, that No. You know what? It's I put it on a piece of double-sided tape on the old garage door of the pool shed, right? Yeah. And I was looking at it the other day thinking, like, can I peel that off and it's just stick it up somewhere? But then I'm thinking, i got to get health, the health department in here. And <laughs> I already got one of your mustaches in a jar up there. I'm not going to tell anyone. Yeah. Because I don't want to tip off the health department. But that's going me. nowhere. It's going nowhere. That was a gift from my friend. <laughs> You motherfuckers. <laughs> Who gives a mustache in a jar as a gift? Have you ever received one? Never. Have you, Brandon, ever received a mustache in a jar? Living with Tyler, yeah, you see him one once in a while. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing new to him. You see a lot of things in jars. Yeah. Living with Tyler, yeah. Tyler used to collect uh, mustaches in jars. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, Tyler, uh, Man, he's got a love for mustaches I've never seen before. It's unprecedented, really. Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, uh, we have to do a bit of a sports break before we get to talk to our guest and do a segment that you know what we're calling it. But let's do that sports break Ah. with Steve. We're talking about cocks and balls. Just scores and more. We're talking about cocks and balls and Steve's knowledge. Steve's knowledge of sports. Steve's knowledge of sports. So very limited. Okay, you're on. This is your segment now. But Steve, you came in uh, uh, when you started with this program, Life in the Dutch Hall. You were completely uh, not. You didn't know piss from paint when it came to sports. Is that that's right? Shit from Shinola. It's still the case. (laughs) Yeah, but last week you Sean, you knew what that that guy was. Didn't get pushed that hard. Yeah, that's right. And he's making a fuss about nothing. Well, what do you know this week about sports, Steve? All right, uh, this week in sports is all related to fish. Uh, Fish is on tour. And last night, the second night of their tour opener was a double shot in St. Louis. Oh. So I know for a fact that they won the cup, or they won last night's game. Nailed and, it. And uh, it's all fish-related. That's it. Yeah, that is true. Fish ding, ding, ding. saves the day. <laughs> and it turns out, this is, I'm going to show you a little backstory about hockey here. This is what I learned about the playoffs this year. Okay? In St. Louis, there's this little girl. All right? <laughs> Do you need tissues? She's been going through a lot of stuff with her sick illness. HLH. And you know what? She loves the St. Louis Blues, right? She watched, There was a video of her uh, associating her struggle with cancer, with the uh, Blues trying to get the Stanley Cup. If you didn't cry, you're a piece of garbage, it Steve. It is heart-wrenching. Really you saw it, right? Oh, yeah. I've, uh, yeah. Okay. Then the next day, so I'm like, if anyone cheers for Boston, they're horrible. <laughs> After watching with that girl, you want the girl to be happy, right? The goddamn girl's gone through so much. I'm cheering for St. Louis. Well, the next day, the fist bump kid makes an appearance in Boston. You ever see the fist bump kid? No. Not only does this boy have a Down syndrome, but he's also suffered mm-hmm. from can- cancer as well. Oh, Jesus. And uh, been a longtime Bruin supporter. And there's a picture of him when he was just a little gaffer, giving every single member of the, uh, of the Bruins a fist bump. And, they call, and it went viral. It became the fist bump kid. So then Boston put that out. And now I'm like, oh, struggle. Who do I cheer for now in game seven? This is a real dilemma. I still cheered for the girl. And uh, so afterwards, I see the girl. She's holding the cup. She's kissing the cup. She's crying. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then I'm waiting to see the fist bump kid bawling for two weeks. <laughs> right? No one shows that. Nope. Not a good day for him. I want to see that, that too. I mean, that's the other part of sports, right? Is that this kid thought this was going to make all his struggles worthwhile, and, he, and it just wasn't enough. It was pretty much the whole city of Boston felt like that. You know what? It brings joy to me. Yeah, fuck, you can't win everything. Yeah. It's good that you lose once in a while. That's what I say. Boston. Fist bump kid, you, you know, he, was he alive eight years ago? Didn't they win eight years ago? Uh, 2011? Is that when they won? Somewhere in there. Yeah. Well, who cares? <laughs> Fist bump kid, you're sad right now. I feel sorry for you, but that's the point. Don't uh, watch a bunch of sports. It's a waste of your time. 
And uh, <laughs> that's what Steve says. Yeah, that's what Steve says. <laughs> Sports break with Steve. But there's also <laughs> another game to talk about, and that's the game. Uh, the end of the playing it right now as we speak. We're doing a good Canadian service by not watching a basketball game because uh, we're third Canadian. quarter. What's the score, Dave? High-scoring game. It's 78-76. Uh, Warriors is what I got right now. But I think yeah. It's a very close game. I'll tell you what's going to happen so you don't have to bother watching it, but I'll give a prediction. It's now. Yeah, I don't, it's going to be changed by the second. You can't give us every goal. <laughs> and, uh, or basket. basket. No, field goal. You're right. Field goal, <laughs> field goal. yeah, that's what I meant, of course. Um, but... Uh, um, what was I going to say? They, oh, Raptors, they're going to lose. They're going to lose tonight, and they're going to lose game seven as oh, well. Uh, wow. The Warriors wow. win the championship. Ahaha, uh, ha, Toronto. That's all I got to say. What? No way. Steve. Well, what they did was they angered the – do you know what they did to deserve it? Sure what? No, not sure what. I'm asking <laughs> you. It's your sports break. Well, I was going to go a different direction, but let's hear Did what the fish say. board say anything about the Toronto fans, what they did to uh, that guy that got hurt? Huh? Oh, are you talking about the, the guy got booed and he got hurt and they booed? Oh, Steve. Nailed no, they cheered. It. Oh, they cheered. Opposite of boo. Yeah, opposite <laughs> of boo. But it was close. That was pretty good. That was pretty close. They, they cheered. They were happy that he got injured. They were happy that he was, uh, had, a, had a very bad injury. Right, because it meant there's be- improved the odds for their team, right? What that is, is just cold-hearted city people, man. <laughs> I'm telling you right there. You just looked at that person like he was a fucking object, not like he was a human being. God damn it. Yeah. That guy's got a heart, too. That's what the guys after the game were saying. Huh? His teammates, like, they just look at us as objects. Yeah. They are pissed. Yeah, they are, it's true. Yeah, but what are you going to do? Complain about... The United States women soccer team cheering. Huh? Steve is huh? on fucking fire over there. I don't even know that one. Can you tell oh, me that one? I nailed it. That's exactly right. What happened? Hey, so let th- me tell us. Yeah, let's Steve. Oh yeah, yeah. Steve, sorry. You know the whole thing. I know the whole thing. So, uh, U.S. women's soccer team playing against Thailand. Oh yeah, they killed them. They fucking killed them nine nothing. And then the last goal comes in, and they do this big fucking celebration. There's like a lesbian scissor-kicking moment for no good reason at all. It's crazy. And now the whole community thinks the USA is terrible for... Uh, Which community? How, what's a lesbian... Canada. What, what's a lesbian scissor-kick? It's a, quite a move. You should see it. How is it lesbian? Like, what, why, how is it... How is it uh, like uh, quintessentially a lesbian scissor kick? That's uh, what I don't understand. Because it was done to the rest of the team, right? Like she ran up to the team and then did this crazy move on the ground to the whole team. Oh, like, oh, she was like doing a crotch, a cro- some sort of crotch thrusting <laughs> celebration with, uh, with, the, with her teammates. That's right. Oh, and because they were ladies as well, that's why I became a, a lesbian, uh, uh, branded lesbian, right? That's right, by Steve. <laughs> By Steve. Our sports expert. <laughs> <laughs> this this segment's really building. It's getting so some good. legs, man. It's He's not some... wrong either. Yeah. It's accurate. Uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't even know about that one. A Canada one. Did we? Oh, yeah, I won nothing. Yeah, yeah. I won nothing. Yeah, I'm, it's not a bad... I love watching the World Cup. You know what my favorite part about watching the Ladies World Cup is? It's actually the same thing. But I like the Ladies World Cup when they play the national anthem and they go and they, they show each one of their faces. Right up close. Right up close. And then you get a real good look at what their country looks at, right? And you get a feel for like what their what lady athletes are about, right? So I'm watching like uh, Norway line up against um, uh, South Africa, right? Get this. South Africa, <laughs> South Africa's first World Cup ever, right? Okay. First, first World Cup ever. Everyone's black on the team except for one person, right? The captain. <laughs> Can you believe the balls of that? <laughs> With all the apartheid and everything, and then they have one white lady on the team, and she's their captain, right? The leader. Yeah, she's a Dutch girl or something, Van Wyke, right? Oh, yeah. But apparently she's a legendary soccer player, and this was her first time ever getting to make the World Cup. So cool. that maybe they just let the white girl on because no white girls in South Africa are good enough to make it. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. That's rough. But anyways, nobody had weaves on that team. Nobody had weaves, right? That's what I'm saying on South Africa. 
where you go to Nigeria versus um, Norway, Nigeria, all weaves. Full team. Full team. Starting Nails did. Nails did. Ooh, huh? Nigeria, fancy. I get that picture because I watch National Anthem. Nigeria is a fancier country than South Africa. You get it? See what I do? I learn. I learn about the world by watching sports. That's what I like about it. But sometimes, sometimes we got to send a person from our show like yourself, Michael. Like sometimes we send a David. We sent you around. Well, sometimes we have to send another person that's a friend of the show around the world in order that they can live a life that we don't want to live. And we're going to get, uh, or that we can't. You know, we have to live a boring life like charters, right? Like you got to just go to work, uh, run after your kids, worry about buying food for them, mm -hmm. uh, preparing food for them, cleaning up the food after, drive you know. To sports. Drive to more shit, take a bath or whatever, right? You take a bath sometimes? No. Shower? Quick shower. <laughs> a lot of time. Oh, you're a man on the go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, master of industry. Anyways, we're going to talk to this guy right after a segment we call Feedback. We got feedback. Sorry, man. We got feedback. It's feedback. Oh, fucking feedback. 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 Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's segment is brought to you, as always, by our friends at Amazon. If you go to our website, click on the Amazon banner, you can do your Father's Day shopping if you'd like to. It's not too late. Not too late. You if you don't it. see those banners, because you got ad blockers on, you motherfuckers. Turn them off. Yeah, sh shut them off. That's so much. Amazon Prime tomorrow morning. You're listening to this. It's Friday morning. They will deliver by Father's Day. Yep. If you really? Buy the right gift. Absolutely. Oh yeah, they'll do it. What's the right gift for you, Dave? Father's Day. You're a, you're a father of four kids. You got some gifts coming to you on Sunday. For me personally, yeah. My the best gift I've ever received on Father's Day, and I don't know if it can ever be topped. And I don't actually want anything else ever. Is uh, a mug that I got from one of my kids, and it's like hand painted and then glazed. And I drink my coffee in it every morning. I've been doing that for years. Like it's he, he made it out of a, like in a kiln. No, no. The cup was like the mug was already made. He just painted it. Oh, okay. Hand, glazed it, and it's my everyday coffee cup. Oh, yeah. Love it. What's it say on it? It says uh, nothing. What's it's the picture like of? A, there's a black, there's like some colors on it and a black happy face in like kindergarten paint. He was in kindergarten at the time? No, like grade six. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. You dropped him in kindergarten. <laughs> Is that it was kindergarten. No, sorry, what? But I've been drinking out of it for years, and it's starting to get a couple chips, I'm worried, but I love that thing. It, so owes, that, that, it owes me nothing, that mug, you know? And I owe it nothing. It hasn't <laughs> been beat, eh? Hasn't been beat? That's the best gift you got? Absolute best. I use it every day, a couple times on the weekend. Well, that's a good one. Yep. Steve, you're a, you're a great impregnator. That's true. Uh, what do you hope to get, or what was your all-time favorite Father's Day gift? I need to know. My favorite one, uh, my kid, one of my kids brought home a popsicle frame, like a popsicle picture frame with a picture of them inside. And at the bottom, it says, Happy Father's Day. But there's a, an awkward pause in the, in the spelling of father. So uh, we celebrate Happy Fat, fat Her. <laughs> fat Her's Day. <laughs> fat Her's Day. That is kind of like demoralizing in a bit way, Steve, eh? No, no. You I, just say, I'm not that. Uh, like, so you're fat and feminine, they're calling you. Fat her. I took it as a term of endearment, but... Oh, oh, see, I would have taken it as a grave insult, eh? Yeah, it's, it's Irish. We're the McGrail <laughs> clan, right? <laughs> I got a picture of a uh, woodpecker painted from my daughter that I got up in the office there. I would look at it every day, too. It's nice. great. It says, Happy Father's Day. It's my favorite bird. <laughs> Sounds like it's the simple things. Pilated. Yeah, you want what it is? Didn't cost any of us any money for any of that shit. That's the truth. That's a win. Right? And uh, we truly like, uh, like when someone just thinks about us and does something nice for us. Because as fathers, nobody does nice stuff for you most of the time, you know? The day of the father is over, my friends. When my dad was young and our father, he was the king of the castle, right? Yep. The good stuff went to him. Now, uh, now the good stuff goes to the kids, man. When are they going to leave? <laughs> God damn it. I want the good stuff, finally. 
you know the good stuff? You like the cookies? So you're like, who bought that? Don't eat that. That's for, oh, yeah. you know. Those are your father's cookies. Those don't your, touch them. Now I'm the father. We're, I want the cookies. You know, that nobody can touch. But those are the kids' cookies. Don't touch them. That's totally how it was in the fridge. Eh? Don't touch that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, and, and like, before, like, uh, even when you had to watch TV, could you ask what to watch? Don't even think about asking. Yeah, if you want a backhand, just yeah. shut your mouth. If you know what's shut your mouth you. and look at whatever your dad likes to yeah, watch. It's mostly Star Trek for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Why do you think I like hockey so much? Because <laughs> that was my other choice. It was fucking awesome when hockey came on. Hey, not starting. It's not some fucking robot yeah, alien thing. Yeah, with a weird forehead is not on right now. Thank fucking God. Yeah, I never get that stuff, man. I don't like fantasy. Yeah. I don't like pretending that there's dragons and Game shit. Game of Thrones, no good for you. I never watched it in my life. I have no interest in it. Same with those fucking uh, Lord of the Rings movies. Okay. Never watched one of them. I don't care. <laughs> Fair enough. Don't care at all. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I don't even like those, uh, those uh, superhero movies, like the comic book movies. So no movies. <laughs> now, no movies. I don't know. They don't make anything but those things. I just keep falling asleep when they start fighting because it seems the same thing all the time to me. It's blurry. <laughs> I watch, you know, I'm just so bored of movies. Yeah, know? it seems like they're... But I do like to s pretend that I'm like, I'm not one of those guys like Charters who likes to watch porno and like, and wish he was one of those guys with a huge cock, right? I like to watch porno and know that I, I could be banging that girl because look at this guy's little dick banging that girl. <laughs> Mine's bigger than his. I would be better at this than him, right? That's the way I like to watch porn. Charters are opposite. I thought you were going when you said I'm not one of these guys like Charters. I thought you were going somewhere else. <laughs> what? <laughs> was it? Okay. We got to get on with this feedback, man. Also, uh, I like to talk about uh, Norpak. Oh, Steve is on fire today. And, uh, and also, uh, Van Dyke Party Services, if, uh, this is Father's Day, and on Saturday, if you are looking to book Van Dyke Party Services, go fuck yourself. Yeah, we're busy. We're busy. You can suck it. Guess what we're doing? We're having our own Father's Day party, and it doesn't include any of you motherfuckers. No, it's going to be awesome. But if you would have paid us any other day, we could have had a great Father's Day party, and uh, it would have been better than yours, too, because you would have had between 5 and 29 Van Dyke First Cousins that we would have sent you, and all it would have cost you was $100 of cold hard cash, plus all of our expenses, which would have been very dear. Mm -hmm. But if you weren't 100% satisfied, that was the best Father's Day you've ever fucking been to. <laughs> Uh, we would return that $100, but those expenses, they've run through our bodies and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Fucking roasted pig and don't live your life in regret. <laughs> Brought to you by our good friends at Clean Flow. Yep, what up, Clean Flow? And uh, so our first piece of feedback comes to you from a listener who lives on an island in the middle of the water, like most islands, I suppose. <laughs> And uh, yep. he's, uh, he's called the Oversized Samoan on mm. iTunes. He gives, they gave us some what? feedback on iTunes. Oversized Samoan. Mm. This one he entitles Dutch Hall, five stars. He says, this podcast just gets better and better. The Dutch Hall is funny, topical in the late night talk show format. Great fun every Thursday. Mm. From the oversized Samoan. Sounds like a good guy. Hello, it nice does sound like you. a good guy. A new listener, perhaps. Maybe uh, just an old listener, first time giving us some feedback. But either way, a delight to deal with, oversized Samoan. Welcome aboard, and I'm really happy to meet you. I think that's a way to use iTunes for the betterment of everybody. <laughs> right? Next. Next piece of feedback we have comes to you from Facebook. This one comes in the form of a recommendation. <laughs> Five stars. That's what he gave. That comes highly recommended. Who did it, you might ask? Well, let me read it. I'll do it as a big unveiling at the end. This is what, it, this is what the review is. Five stars. All you have to do is listen one time. One time. 
That's it. That's what this guy says. We're the Lay's Potato Chips, a podcast yeah, according yo. to... And now it says Barbara Van Dyke here, but I know damn well that's <laughs> Willie Van Dyke that wrote that. <laughs> and I'm going to give you an early Father's Day gift, Willie. You're the listener of the week. Oh, you're the listener of the week. This is your week. It's your week, Uncle Will. Yeah, Willie. <laughs> Willie, Steve's waving. So no, there's only two... Uh, <laughs> there's only two... <laughs> There's only two people we need still need to talk to. One of them is our very own. Oh, we have three. We have all of our people that have theme songs. Who should we go to first? Choices. Do you want to roll the dice? Let's start with Cookie Lady. Ah. Because then I can talk about all the rest of it. While you're eating. Last week, Lori Ball gave a, a, a challenge. She said she thinks she wanted to know if the, if the cookie lady, Susan B., who's uh, one of the greatest things ever to happen to this show. Oh, sure is. Uh, he, she said, can you make a Dutch cookie a specula? You know, like a windmill cookie? Well, she, that's like impossible. I've never known anyone. Have you known anyone? You're Dutch. You're Dutch all around. Even married Dutch to a pure yeah. Dutch. Have you ever known anyone made a homemade specula? I've had many homemade Dutch things, never a specula. Anyhow, nee, 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 nee. very difficult is what I'm saying. Specula. Normally, very difficult. This has been, this. so when Lori said that, I'm like, Lori, are you out of your mind? That sounds bananas. That's, that's bananas go cuckoo. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> what Susan B. did, she didn't take it like any kind of a joke. She took it like... This is a serious challenge. Are you questioning my ability wow. as the cookie sponsor of this program? <laughs> so what she did was she went right to work. And now I cannot believe the amount of, uh, the amount of work she did. Mm-hmm. Sample cookie. I bow in defeat, she says. She said she did not accomplish her, her goal. Okay. I says, I bow in defeat, not prepared, the right ingredients. Sorry, Lori. We'll try again. But she gave, look at this, Michael. I can't even believe it. This is this is where she, how close she came. Oh my God! It's got a windmill in it. Even it you even show that to the camera. It even has a windmill in it. It even has a windmill in it. Jesus, she went leaps and bounds. This is out of control. In the other bag, look at this. Like the detail in that cookie is just unbelievable. What do we got Those here? Are she, like, I think she like a. She like a, what do you call that, Dave? Tool and die that fucking Holy thing. A windmill. Did she 3D print that? I don't know, but I'm telling you, Lori, she didn't take this as any joke when she's making this. It's out of steel. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Solid steel. But what she did, because she's dealing in the ginger, is she gave us some nice ginger snaps. Oh, yes. And I'll tell you something right now. Pass those around. Give a nice whiff before, though, of the whole bucket. Give a nice whiff of the whole bucket. Ooh, Isn't that nice? That's a delight. Oh. Anyways, I want to save this for Lori. I want Lori to see that. Yeah, that is unbelievable. We're not going to be Susan, eating it. you've outdone yourself. Outdone yourself again, Susan. And uh, so, oh, what does this one say? You got oh notes over there. God. Oh, Kevin made them. Kevin, how'd you get these made? Did you have to go like to a blacksmith? <laughs> no, so. Oh, fuck. Uh-oh. I have a Can we get a sound Kev- oh. They started in circles, and I was just uh, uh, a flathead screwdriver and a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it? And us? just very carefully just. Are you kidding us right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> he bashed it until it made a windmill. What? He, what? he whittled it out of beechwood. Yeah. Give me a ring of metal and I'll bash it. 
until it's a windmill. And that's the kind of stuff that the Blanches do together as a family in order to, when they get challenged by Van Dyke. Oh and they have no, they have, they're not, they're not going to bow in defeat ever. And I, I see the resolve in both their eyes. Wow. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> it is unbelievable. I can't believe that Lori had the balls to ask for something so ridiculous. Thank you. Did everybody get some? And they some? just made it happen. Anyway, that's fantastic. So, you know what? Not only do we have a cookie sponsor, but we also have a cheese sponsor. She's our good friend, the cheese lady. Let's check on her. Teresa from the second mouse in Delhi, she gave us some uh, feedback on the Podbean app. Uh, Podbean app. She says, uh, Soccer Dan, as she's calling him, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. oh, Dan. The Soccer Dan date is making me worry, <laughs> especially if I need to uh, wear tactical dog training gear. <laughs> LOL. Phone books, even. Yeah. And, and I don't know if that has anything to do with Dan's soccer love. Uh, it's no. more to do with drinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They do go hand in hand. But. <laughs> no, we will make you sure you're safe. That was a promise we made. And Dan is actually a gentleman. I think there is a real love coming there. Uh, I really do. I really do. And the date is going to involve mostly, we're going we're, we're, we're to film the whole thing. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Especially the pillow talk after. Stuff always makes me. They <laughs> seem to hit it off off the bat there. Yeah, I think so. They're I, both very I pleasant. Think he's a real gentleman, too. He's going to be high on life. Anyways, we'll get this thing going. It's going to be the romance of the century. This is the new Benefer. This is the new freaking uh, whatever. Yeah. You know Benefer? You remember Benefer? Kev's too young for that. Too, Kev's too young for Benefer? Anyways, this, now. this is Brangelina. There you go. This is it. It's going to be Cheesy Dan. Cheesy Dan. Cheesy. <laughs> okay, so there's only one more guy to talk to. He's been out with us since the very beginning of the show. Yeah, I got him. He's our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf. Your pretty, your pretty face, I will disgrace. No, that's a new one. That's new fresh. One. Yeah, thank you. I didn't know if I had reused that. Nailed it. Anyhow, uh, the Haitian dwarf and I have been kind of going back and forth. Uh, he started making some jokes against my heritage, which I felt was beneath me to do. I wouldn't stoop so low as to do that to the Haitian dwarf. And then he made it personal. The next week, it wasn't about, it wasn't about my heritage. It was about me. It was about Pete Van Dyke. He made it personal. And I'm like, well, that's different. That's an attack towards me personally. I can attack. Now I can attack back to the Haitian dwarf personally. The Haitian dwarf was attacked personally last week. And our method of attack was old jokes. That's what we decided to do because he used a dumb old woodpecker joke on me. And I decided to go give him a whole bunch of old ones, you know, refresh them, made him about the Haitian dwarf specifically that gentleman. Anyways, just to catch everyone up, now he gives us some feedback on iTunes, and, and he says, wow. He entitles this one, wow. Just wow. Five stars still, though. Five stars. He says, you must really hate black people. <laughs> oh, wow. What? Even after all we've done for your family over the years, which I don't even know what he's talking about there because uh, I don't see color. Yeah, we don't look at it in that light. Yeah. 
Uh, so I probably have had a number of uh, kind people that have of all sorts of shapes and sizes and colors and creeds and et cetera that have helped me out over the years. I don't know what you're talking about, Asendorf, <laughs> but how you got from that to that last week what I did, that I hate black people, is ridiculous. Those were jokes that were directed directly at you as a person, Haitian Dwarf. You as a person, because of what you did attacking me with that woodpecker joke. <laughs> Dave, you look at me like, I'm looking at you all the time, because I'm looking at you because I think you somehow uh, don't agree with me. I just don't know what's gonna come out of your mouth next. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna say, you remember that Simone guy at the beginning of feedback? He was, uh, he was a nice guy, right? He didn't accuse me of being racist, you know? And make some insinuation about my family, motherfucking Haitian dwarf. It's been with us since the very beginning. If you guys would like to give us feedback, you can do it. Oh, you can give us an email at livefromthedutchhall.gmail.com. You can give us a... Uh, oh, yeah, that, that one I didn't even... That one even, stung. That one stung me right in the head. I don't feel so good. Um... Ouchie. Ouchie. Anyways, I t all the socials and stuff, Dutch Hall or Life in the Dutch Hall, you'll find us. Just do it. Do it. And the, the one thing that I have to tell you, it's a big announcement, but I, I'm going to do it once what? we get our guests. I'm going to make the announcement once we get our, introduce our guests. Have we done everything we need to do for that? We had all the business out of the way, right? Mm -hmm. That was it. Get rid of this shit. Okay. Tonight's guest has come to us. He's, a, he's, he's not just a stranger to this show. This guy's been on the show multiple times. He's been uh, the reason that we're a huge success in Italy. I'll have you know. It is true. I don't know why they love you in Italy, but you guys, he's the former star of the uh, hit global reality show, The Right Hand. He's also a multiple time guest alive from the Dutch Hall. Please welcome to the back to the show comedian Brandon McIntosh. Hey! Hey, Brandon, did you get cookies? Bring them right on the couch. Put them right on the couch. Enjoy it. Trying not, try not to get crumbs on your couch here. Oh, it's okay. That couch is filthy. It's probably, you probably got something now just sitting on it. Oh, you did? Kevlar's vacuuming. That's good. Yeah, it makes it really livable in here. That's nice. Yeah, because if we, if we didn't have Kev, it would be gross. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's why I'm like, we're pretty sloppy as a group. Let's get someone with OCD. <laughs> <laughs> so Kev worked out perfect. Anyways, Brandon, we sent you away probably a year ago. Yeah, sent me on a journey. And uh, before that time, I can't remember, were you, um, were you a well-traveled guy? Like, had you been many places? Yeah, I've been fairly well-traveled, but just I've never been on the other side of the world before. So this was the furthest you went, of course. I think. Furthest, yeah, this is as far as I've been. Where Where was the most exotic you've been prior to this? Whew, I don't know the, the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So you stayed Mexico. within, like, yeah, within like the North America kind of boundary, you know? Yeah. This. So you never been to Europe? Never been to Europe. Uh. So, you, but so you this time. So tell us where you went. So I've been in Australia for the last year, and and uh, just went and worked there, lived there. Just because, I guess. Did you go to other countries as well when you were over there? Oh, yeah. We went out to New Zealand and, and Bali and uh, Hawaii. And just kind of oh, saw that side of the world. It was good. Yeah. It's a lot of water. It's a good trip. Yeah. So did, did, what was the main thing that struck you as being different about them versus us? Australia and Canada? Yeah, Australia and Canada specifically, yeah. I found a lot more that we had in common. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like way more. They're just like kind of goofy, friendly people. Yeah. They're pretty chill about things. And they have, they have rednecks, too. They're just called bogans. Bogans are rednecks? Bogans, yeah. Where does that come from? Do you know the word? I don't know. Bogans. Where, where do rednecks come from? Uh, they're outside all the time. I'm doing land work and stuff. So they've got like <laughs> rednecks from burnt, like sunburn necks. I think that's what it's from. I think that's it, yeah. I always just, that's what, my dad always had a redneck. No, they always have a, <laughs> they, yeah, they have a lot of weird names for things, weird words for things. And they just add like an O or a Y to any word. Just like doggo, get in my car, O. <laughs> 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 just abbreviate things for no reason. And, 
Yeah. Did you meet abor an abor Aboriginal people? Yeah, I've met a few there. Yeah? Yeah. I've never even seen one in real life before. <laughs> an Australian Aborigine? Yeah. Like a Canadian one. No, I've seen Canadian <laughs> Aboriginals. An Australian Aborigines person. They look different, right? The, 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 they're different. Then the, the, they don't look like American uh, Native Americans. They look more like. Uh, no, they live. They live like they live off the land. They're pretty hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. And what's uh, um, the ones that are left? Are they like our uh, our natives here? Like, do they A have reserves bit. and stuff, or is yeah, it? Yeah, kind of. It's it's probably a similar situation. Where they're oppressed and treated like shit, or where they were there first and then they got killed. I know they. <laughs> All yeah, that. I know they never really got good like. It, like even up until the 70s, they were still considered under the list of like fa fauna. <laughs> like, oh really? Yeah, just like wild Australian wildlife is just like this human the Aborigines. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough one, eh? Yeah. <laughs> like that's pretty recent. You know, Canada was pretty. We think we're so great, eh? But I went to the museum with my kids yeah. uh, in Ottawa, well, and I was really impressed because in Ottawa they said they had in the museum that. That you could, uh, that all the shitty things we did were in our museum of history. Like in the States, when you go to their museum, they don't say the shitty things they do. They say the good things they do, right? But in ours, they said, like, we didn't even let Jews in this country until the, after the Second World War and stuff like that. Like, you used to have to pay a tax if you were Chinese to get in here. Like, that's what the stuff they're showing in the museum. Wow. I was like, come on, throw a few good things our way. Because <laughs> yeah. it made us look really racist uh, when we got through that museum. We're not, we don't have a lot to be proud of, really. I know. If you dig into any of our histories, right? Yeah. Especially Steve's. Woo! That'll get you. <laughs> you do not want to go into a German guy's uh, closet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, Steve? Sure. Ashy. How do the uh, Australians feel about Canadians? Are they... Oh, they like us. Yeah. Like, as soon as they hear an accent, they're just like, oh, boy. Like, does he want to be your friend immediately? Oh, cool. Ask if you're American. Mm -hmm. And then find out you're Canadian. And then, like, you. There's always that order. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did, did you meet uh, uh, in New Zealand? I found when I was in uh, Europe that there, I met the Australian guys, and they seem more American to me. And the New Zealanders seem more Canadian because. Yeah, I'd see that too. Just because they were more, uh, the Australians were more like um, brash and loud. Yeah, yeah, talk, talk a lot. And, and the, the Canadians were, or the New Zealand, the Kiwis were more. Um, uh, quiet, and they'd always have to correct everybody to say that we're not Australian, we're from New Zealand, you <laughs> yeah. know? So that was also what they had in common. But they were both drunks, which was, all, which was always fun to hang out with those guys. Yeah, but, that's yeah. true. Was it, was it the, the same thing? A lot of drunks? Uh, yeah, and like the beer percentage is pretty low too, so you have to drink a lot of beer. Oh yeah? They drank a lot of like rum and mixer. Oh yeah. Like I, I worked out in the country, so we had a lot of bogans come in there to come, <laughs> come out into the bar and stuff. And they either want just like this real watery, shitty lager that they just love, yeah, or it's like Fosters. a mixer. And if you don't have it, which we didn't, they just like flip out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, there's like there's lots of other booze. We can get you drunk other ways. Right. It's, yeah. It's like we have. Other they're setting their ways, eh? They like a couple yeah. things. Yeah. It's like we don't have your shitty beer, but we have this shitty beer you can try too, and just like. Fuck this. And I'm sure Canadians are the same way. You know, someone doesn't have like blue at the bar. Oh, yeah. Get all pissy. If they don't have Oviet Swazis, there's a fucking riot, man. Yeah. Hey? In Waterford, Dave? Yeah, they go on strike. Yeah. yeah I went time. to England for four months when I was uh, 21, like to go to a semester of school there. Yeah. And uh, before that, I was a bit of a, I would say, a drunk, huh? We would spend all my disposable income on alcohol. That's accurate. That's, yeah? yeah, that's probably what a drunk would do, yeah. And uh, so Charters and me would do that. We both uh, would go to Sw this place, Swazi's in Waterford, and drink all the booze there. And I used to like uh, to eat a pound of bunny chicken wings and have a couple of 50s at the time. That was my favorite thing. So when I came back from England, I was really uh, excited about going to Swazi's and having a pound of bundy chicken wings and... Uh, and a f ice cold 50. And so I asked the waitress at the time, Barb, remember? Well, I remember it well. I go, Barb, can we have, uh, can, we, can I have my regular? And she says, what is your regular, Pete? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I'm like, what? And then she says, I go, a pound of Bundy wings and an ice cold 50, Barb? 
good gracious. And she says, uh, we haven't served 50 in months. Stop stocking it. So me and Charters were the only one make reason that they... Yeah, and then when I left, you stopped drinking 50, huh? Yeah. Or stopped drinking because you had no friends. <laughs> yeah, he only had one alone, friend. Drank alone with <laughs> it was me. That's true, though. That... <laughs> They had the, the cooler behind the bar at Swazi's. This was like a glass front so you can see the beer in it. And there's with two doors and one door, top to bottom, OV. OV, yeah. And then the other door is like 12 different beers of like four of each. That's it. Yeah. I remember Seaforth was Molson Golden and Branford's Crystal. And, uh, you know, like... Or the, it was in 1992. Yeah. You yeah. don't think it's Crystal anymore? Yeah, I don't think Maybe. so. Maybe. Uh, do you... Probably in select locations. <laughs> I'd say Delhi. If I had to Eagle get place. one for Delhi, I'd go uh, Bushlight. Bushlight, hundred percent. Bushlight, Delhi. Yeah. All right. That's a Bogan beer. Bushlight. Yeah. Bushlight. Oh yeah. fuck yeah. No, I'm saying it's a Bogan beer as far as uh, our Bogans drink it. Yes, our Bogans. Totally. Not that Mike's a Bogan. No. Fair <laughs> You're borderline. Our He's Bogans a borderline Bogan. Yeah, fair our enough. Bogans are super sunburnt in Australia. Like, when they're 40, they look like they're 60. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah? Sun's just just weathered? Yeah, like, oh, like awesome, uh, they're going to have awesome cowboy hats sometimes, short shorts, bare oh, feet a lot. Really? Bare feet culture is, like, a huge thing in Australia. Like, you just go to a mall and you see, like, a whole family with, like, bare feet. Really? Just, like, really? Like, they had to, like, they left the house with no shoes. <laughs> they got in the car and they drove to a mall. It was, like, mostly just dudes. Like no, like they have the rule there: no shirt, uh, no shoes, no problem. <laughs> Thumbs up. Yeah. Oh man. It's weird to see. Just. Did you do it? Did you go barefoot or did it ski you? Not, a, not like in the mall and shit like that. No, it's weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it was so common. Like you see it in Canada, you just it's definitely a homeless person, right? Yeah. yeah. Like Australia, it, it would just that could be the mayor. Like you don't know. <laughs> it could be anybody. You know. <laughs> Like, uh, you know, um, uh, oh, shit. Shoes. My brain just fried. Shoes. Malls. Malls. Shoes. Oh, you know how Americans, they like, they'll leave their shoes on in the house. Did you know that? And, yeah, and then like the exact opposite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they say, well, I don't want to put my bare feet on a carpet. It's gross. And I'm like, well, no, if you didn't wear your fucking shoes on the carpet, That's it right, wouldn't be gross. Would be the fine. carpet would be clean, and your shoes and your feet would be clean. I just, it clean. didn't make sense. Like, it wasn't just, like, the glass or something on the road, but they have dangerous shit at, like, foot level that will fuck you up, like bugs, yeah. snakes, and, like, just, just you're right there. That's, you're so exposed in Australia. I, heard, yeah, I was afraid to wear flip-flops half the time. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense There's to bare me. Feet. They're bare feet in the ocean. There's, like... Shells that can kill you just hiding under the sand. <laughs> like jellyfish, like like the size of an eyeball that can just kill you. Did you get bit by anything or anything? No. Did you see anything that could have hurt you? Oh, yeah. No, actually, I got bit by a bull ant. A bull ant is just like a tiny little red ant. You'd see him everywhere. This one just, like, bit my pinky toe. And it was just on fire for, like, a half hour. Really? I couldn't believe it. Like, it's, I've never felt pain like that from an ant. Why is everything just, so deadly there? I know. <laughs> I don't know, man. That place is crazy. That is it's just crazy. designed to kill you. And they have a whole bunch of shit that they don't have anywhere else, right? Yeah. Because it's an island, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like the beaches and stuff. Like, I saw a lot of dolphins. Yeah. Like, I took a paddleboard out and I tried to go out to where the dolphins were. Uh -huh. They didn't seem that far out, so I'm just paddling out. And like, sure enough, I like got to meet up with them and they like swam under the paddleboard. And then I realized I was like a kilometer out, <laughs> like Holy way shit. out on the water. Because the current just took me way, right there. I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm kind of freaking out. And, but I'm like, at the same time, I'm not worried because like, I've heard dolphins can save humans before. <laughs> I was like, they, they'll help me if I like just fall on the water and like take my board in the shore for me. That never happened. They just kept going. They fucked up. <laughs> So you just had to work your way back? Yeah, like it, it was hard, too. I just, just kept going. <laughs> just like my arms are killing me, but... Fucking dolphins let you down, man. <laughs> Do you feel worse about it now? Like, did it ruin your no, opinion no. of dolphins? my relationship with dolphins are still pretty good. <laughs> okay, thank God. <laughs> Goddamn dolphins. <laughs> I was worried that that was going to be... Different brand, and it changed. 
He yeah. came back just thinking dolphins were cunts, eh? Like, he just couldn't stand them. <laughs> I'm pretty much the same Brandon, but those dolphins I say we go keep them in captivity, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. Keep them locked up. You let them go, they're going to tell the others. Well, what are they going to do with the ones at Marineland? The sanctuary. You can't let them go. They're smart. They'll tell the other whales what we've been doing. Oh, yeah. It's bullshit. They'll start coming after us. You pretty much got to, like, say, okay, you guys are free, right? And then you let them out. You let them out on, like, the main street, like, on Clifton Hill or whatever. You just put them out on Clifton Hill and, like, okay, you guys are free. You're not in captivity anymore. Yeah, go down to Niagara Falls (laughs) and we'll see where you end up. (laughs) You're lake whales now. Yeah. (laughs) You got to whack those fucking things is what I'm saying. Because they're going to talk. Yeah. They have their own language. And human-like vaginas. <laughs> Did you know that? What? Human-like vaginas on a, on on a, a dolphin? Whale? No, a dolphin. On a dolphin. Had, yeah. That's it's true. That's what I hear. I don't know if it's real. <laughs> Pete was an intern at Niagara Falls for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, he, had a he got fired, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he I heard got, that. He, he pulled that fact, though. That's good. It's the only one. I know the most, the, the, the animal vagina that's most like a, a human woman's, because yeah. a human man's vagina is way different, is, uh, <laughs> is uh, a sheep. A sheep. Mm. A sheep's vagina and a human's vagina are very similar. Because the curly hair? No, it's just a fact. <laughs> you can just look it up. Ask a farmer. You should put that on your phone and go, oh, wait. Oh, wait, I'll ask Google. Uh, hey, Google. What is, uh, what <laughs> vagina of an animal is most like a human's? My apologies. I don't understand. What animal has the most human-like vagina? Hey, Google. Taking some time. What animal has the most human-like vagina? Ugh. She's so stupid, eh? No offense, but she doesn't understand, understand many of my questions. It's a simple fucking question. <laughs> what animal? It would be a sheep, is what I'm saying. I thought if you were in New Zealand, you'd know that from New Zealand, no? I didn't see enough sheep. Yeah. They're too busy fucking. Oh, they were, eh? That's the big joke about New Zealand is they got more sheep than people, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. Is it true? You see them everywhere? Just nonstop after a while. Just sheep over... Get up in the hills, yeah. Do you eat eat a lot of sheep? Yeah. Did you eat it? I eat some lamb. So not the full-grown mutton? Just the babies. I don't know. (laughs) You walk I don't know my sheep. It's so fresh. I like to eat uh, babies, yeah. Mm. I just like to have them before they've shown any sort of potential at all. I like to get them when they have the most to lose. Don't want that one. Too mature. <laughs> Tougher meat. <laughs> Too accomplished. <laughs> uh, Brandon. Yeah. So you, not only did you go to Australia, New Zealand, you said Bali. Bali. Nice. Bali is, oh. a, is, a, is that their own country? It's in, in Indonesia. It's Indonesia. Yeah. And it's popular. Well, like... We like the way we see Cuba. We just go vacation. Australia does that for Bali. They just go down there, go to the resorts, get drunk, and go it, swimming. But it's way nicer than like Cuba. Yeah, yeah, it's super nice. Just the culture there. It's like a Hindu culture, so everyone's super laid back. It's all like a, they all just believe in karma, so everyone's just extra nice. <laughs> right. And like temples everywhere. Everything's super cheap. Just dogs everywhere. Monkeys. Monkeys? Monkeys. Monkeys were fun. Yeah. You don't get that here in Canada. No monkeys. Uh, you squirrel. might... Squirrels are the closest thing we got, I guess. Uh, not here. You'll see if you spend some time here at Spiky Ball Studios, Brandon. We have high school kids. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, they're just like monkeys. The one, the one kid was swinging on my cedar tree. It's just as I was monkeys driving in work. Yeah. yeah. I called them monkeys, too. And it said the <laughs> F word quite a bit. Quite <laughs> a bit. out on the porch? They weren't hanging out on the porch, were they? They were hanging out on the front steps. Yeah. I call them front steps, front step monkeys. Yeah, <laughs> much better. <laughs> no, it was, it was, uh, see, that's just high school kids. They're, they're rotten. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, guess what? What? Last week, uh, they fucked me over, those high school kids, wrecking my shit. And so I was putting out the garbage and I found the one kid's weed. And then I just, I smoked, smoked it. Yeah. Not all of it, just a little Not bit. All of it. And then I told everybody else on air 
that where he hid his weed so they could steal it and stuff. This is gone pretty quickly or what? Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> the whole bag and everything. Immediately gone. I suspect my brother. <laughs> I think it was he left the show well, as soon as I told him. Just tip the garbage can off. I'm sure we can come up with some good pranks on these high school kids. We have to figure something out, man. Yeah. Seriously, we have to get them back without... But the thing is, we can figure it out one year, and then they're gone, and there's a new crop of assholes in the next year, we right? We have more fun pranking them again. Yeah. Right, we have to get down to a system where we can get them early in the season. Like I think this year's crop's almost too far gone. We can't even do anything with them anymore. Do you think? I don't know. They only got like water balloons. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he went really crazy yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, slow down, Brandon. Right. <laughs> We're not gonna go water balloons. We're gonna have to hop. Gotta be careful. Let's start out with a bag of shit. Oh, okay. Burning. <laughs> Burning bag of shit. Yeah. We can throw it from the top. Hey, you know what we can do? What? You know that bell that's in our bell tower? Throw that fucking thing at him. It's heavy as shit. It'll probably kill him. It'll probably kill somebody. Yeah. That'll <laughs> yes. even get a couple of them. It'll do something. That'll show him. That'll show him. You got to mark the ground first. Like, don't stand here. Danger. <laughs> Just to make it fair. It's like the Bugs Bunny anvil thing. <laughs> Except they don't come back. Yeah. I don't know what you say. <laughs> Bird seed? Is that what you do? Pot. Anyways, um, uh, Brandon. I have to ask you one question. Yeah. Uh, this the most profound question to end the show, right? Yeah. You were sent with a mission to live life so that other people don't have to, right? So you did it. You traveled the world. You went and and uh, saw what you could see, right? Yeah. You did something that most people could only dream of, and you did it, my friend. So now you're back, yeah. and you've done all that back stuff. In Canada. What are you going to tell the people? What, what, what's the main thing you learned from going around the world? What is the main uh, takeaway from your experience? Oh, that's a big that's one. That's hard. I know. And yeah, like I just got home. I still have to wrap my head around all that. You haven't even, like, is even sunk in what you've done? Eh? <laughs> yeah. But what's the thing when you came back? Did you have things that you came back and you're like, oh, I missed that? Or there was things when you came back and you're like, because being a year away, it's not too long, but it's long enough to know you, you get used to things being gone. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Time, so time works differently, too, when you're going to travel somewhere different. Because everything's new every day. Right, like, right. Even if like, it does get repetitive, like you still realize, you're like, oh, fuck, there's cockatoos flying around. And like, I get to see wallabies every day. I'm like, What's a wallaby? That's a, it's like a small kangaroo. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's we didn't get the big ones. Oh no. Hey Charters, remember like a uh, like Dave's like a uh, uh, where he is now, like when he's here in Canada. Yeah. He's like a, a master of industry and stuff, but it, and he's like really a big deal. Like people get really impressed by him. Like, ooh, there he is, Charters. And then um, so like he, you'd think he'd be like super happy and like all that, but look at him, he's miserable. And that's because uh, it sucks being being like this. If he goes to another country, like yeah, let's just say go to he goes Southeast go Asia, live in a hut on the beach. Yeah, just love it. He would he would Fruit. live in squalor. You live in a pile of garbage there, right? And you would be the happiest guy in the world for real. And you're you're nothing more than a hobo with banana peels all over your face, yeah. right? Slippery. But still, you'd be happy as hell, right? I think yeah. that's the main takeaway, Brandon. How about that? Yeah. You learn more about the world, and the world learns more about you. <laughs> you see, Dave? It all come together. Nice show, Brandon. Welcome back. Thank you. Guys, if you like this program, I don't know what's wrong with you. But uh, you can tell your friends, or uh, give us some feedback. Tell us what we can do better. Also, uh, one announcement that I, I promised I would make. The uh, show... We're doing a comedy show on June 22nd, but it is not open to the general public. It is no longer open to the general public. It is invitation only as a thank you to our shareholders of Live from the Dutch Hall, as well as to anyone who helped make our spring stand-up series a success. We will be uh, contacting you individually over the next week. If you feel you meet either one of those categories and haven't received a message from us, you better give us a message at livefromthedutchhall@gmail.com because we forgot you somehow. Uh, but we will be getting in touch with you. 
Until next week, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday. Yeah.